Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. hosts jason and cody i'm jason and i'm cody and you're listening to episode 15 of the talking disney podcast so what's going on cody oh you know jason just planning my trip to storm area 51 (laughs) 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 Uh, i get it okay (laughs) you made me laugh there Uh, so you're gonna you're gonna be one of those idiots that are gonna try to storm area 51 huh I'm going to be set up across the street with my recording microphone okay. and I'm going to give you a, a play by play. Are you going to Disney bound or are you going to dress as <laughs> Mickey Mouse or something? And I yeah. might, you know, something. I don't, maybe not Mickey Mouse because I'd hate for Mickey dish. Mouse to be yeah. caught in the middle of exactly. things there. But. Exactly. For for those that are kind of wondering, what we, we were talking about this right before we started recording. So uh, our opinions on those. Uh, citizens or whatever they are that are gonna poor unfortunate that are gonna try and storm area 51 next month so um those poor unfortunate souls yeah uh that that could we can do a whole podcast on that i guess but let's talk about some disney stuff (laughs) i'm gonna pause it real quick and then i'll start recording again what sweetie okay i'm recording okay if you need something go talk to mom okay so i'll cut that out that's Man, fine. she messed up my flow. Go downstairs and play with your babies. All right. Well, well, babies? Is there something you need no, to tell me? No, she's got a little... Uh, Do I have grand no, cousins? she's got a doll and a stroller. Go, go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. The joys of fatherhood. All right. So here we go. We'll get back into it. And I don't even remember where I ended. <laughs> Just saying that um, we should start talking oh, about okay. Disney. All right. So then I'll ask you what you did Disney this week, and you can tell me. I did absolutely nothing. <laughs> I'm a very bad Disney <laughs> follower. All right. Let me get back. Okay. Here we go. So let's get back talking about Disney. Uh, did you do anything Disney-related this week, Cody? Or actually this couple last couple weeks i guess you can bring that, that up too because we haven't recorded in quite a while four weeks a four month. weeks a month yeah uh so yeah. before you before you get into talking about disney we we took we took a couple weeks off we uh we had i had a lot of things going on with family we had a couple trips uh yeah those took place over the weekend and that's when we normally record none of them involved coming to no see not me, none way. of them involved going to well one, we drove through Utah. We just went south of you. So, yeah. um, but so we just, I mean, I couldn't meet you for lunch. You could have, there was no, offer. there was no offer. We, I don't think, I, I don't think you even stopped for lunch unless you wanted to come down to St. George and meet us, but. Oh, well, yeah. It's a little yeah. I don't remember stuff. what we ate that day. It was a long day. Well, I don't, I don't expect you to remember what you <laughs> ate for lunch. That day. So yeah, it just, we didn't have time to record. Uh, just, there was 
too much going on. So we just kind of, we agreed we'll just record the first weekend in August and, and now we're back. So hopefully, hopefully our schedules will be, um, a little more relaxed, I guess, and we can have the opportunity to record every week. Um, but we will see. Uh, so back to, uh, back to Disney, what, anything you've done the last four weeks that is interesting. Um, well, I have gone to see Disney movies that have come out either by Disney or it's properties. Okay. So did you see, um, uh, the Spider-Man movie? I saw Spider-Man. I saw Toy Story four and I saw Lion okay. King, which we're going to talk about Lion King so, a little later. So, so all those have come out since we last, or did we talk? No, we talked about Toy Story. No, 4, yeah, right? we did. Yeah. That was, I think on the last episode, okay. yeah, the last episode was about Toy Story four. So that's right. So then just Spider-Man and Lion King. King. Yeah, I didn't. Cause those both came out in July. Right. Right. I didn't get to see Spider-Man. Uh, so I may have to wait for it on uh Blu-ray or. It's still in theaters. Is it? well, still if go I go see, see that, then I can't record because I won't have any time. So we record it like midnight. <laughs> actually, oh, I think actually it's you know, actually right. it's ten oh two right now. So we might yeah, we got a head start. Tonight. We may still be recording at midnight though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because we've been on here since eight thirty. We're that's just now true. starting to record. That's true. Um, but other than that, um, I moved into a new place of residence within this last month and I have set up my Disney sanctuary in my new office. Yeah, I showed uh I showed the picture you sent to me to Marsha and told her I was a little jealous because you basically have your own little Disney studio. That I do. That yeah, it, I've got Uncle Walt right behind me on the wall looking over right, my shoulder. I don't have. I'm actually recording right now on the kitchen table with my laptop and microphone and headphones and um matter of fact they're still there's still the McDonald's cup sitting on the table from dinner. So, uh, Oh, you're not even down in the basement. No, huh? no, no. I came upstairs. Uh, it's, it's a little easier to record, but, uh, someday I will have my, my studio where I can put all my Disney. I call my Disney collectibles. Uh, some other people in the family may call it my Disney crap, but, uh, <laughs> I wonder who that could be. <laughs> uh, no names mentioned on that one, but, uh, yeah, so yeah, you're the way the way you have it set up is really nice. I like the pictures you have hanging up, and uh, it looks really nice. So. Yeah, it it's, it has a very demanding presence when you walk in the room because I have my I have my desk kind of out in the you know centered in the room, right? Not quite centered, you know, it's not literally in the center of the room, but it's away from the wall, and I have the uh, portrait of. Walt walking through the castle directly behind me and then the attraction posters kind of flanking out on either side from that, just kind of behind the wall and just me sitting here at my desk is very, it's very powerful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. So. I'm not letting it get to my head right, as you can right. tell, but so, okay. Well, so you got your Disney, Disney studio, Disney office set up. You saw some movies. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't done a lot of Disney the last couple of weeks. I did go see Lion King today, which like I said, we're going to talk about. Uh, Where have you been for the last I've two been, weeks? I've been on the road traveling. We were camping, so uh, we just didn't have time to go see it. And then um, yeah. today I actually started, which I talked about it a while ago, but I actually started it today. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to track it. 
I started my Disney uh, animated movie marathon because I, I want to watch all the Disney movies up uh, up until when the time when Frozen 2 comes out later in the year. I want to have them all watched in order. Uh, so I started today with Snow White. I watched that this morning. Um, now, is this going to be where you're going to have to rent some and all that kind of stuff? Because you don't own them. No, all, not you? yet. I don't own them all. I think this is be this will be a time where I can I'll just go ahead and buy them if I come to one and I don't have it. If it's available, if I it's will available. I will just go ahead and purchase it because I know there's a couple I don't have that are available, um, mm-hmm. and then others I may have to either try to find a bootleg copy on YouTube or something or find a way to watch it, but. Um, yeah, I'll do my best to buy them if I can, uh, just so that I have them. There are bootleg copies of Song of right. the South out there. I don't know. Well, that, that one's probably more of a live action. Yeah, yeah. That's not. That won't be. That won't be in the the uh, the animated ones. I did recently see it. I don't know if I told you. Um, yeah, I, I believe. Yeah, you I did. found it on an archive site on the internet. It wasn't the best quality, but you know, I was able to watch it, and um, so. Yeah, that's not going to be counted in my animated ones, but uh, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll have some type of movie marathon uh, another year that'll include that one. Because after right. after the Disney animated ones, then I'm going to do the Pixar ones, which won't which okay. won't take me as long. So no, I do want to mention because we've talked about it a couple of times where you've kind of chastised me for not <laughs> owning certain movies that we've yeah, talked about. Yeah. Um, in particularly the little mermaid, I, I will have, you know, that I was going through my movies a couple weeks ago and I do have the little, mermaid. Oh, you found it. Okay. DVD. Yes, it is part of my collection. DVD. Yeah. I believe it's like the, uh, both actually, I believe it's like the diamond edition or whatever that they released. Okay. Okay. So, so, so it's not the new Walt Disney signature one that came out a couple months ago. No, it's not okay. that. Cause I think the Walt Disney signature series, I think that took over for the diamond collection i believe so, so. i believe i have the diamond uh, okay version. yeah we we've got that one too that's why the significant other was questioning me when i bought the the walt disney signature series one she's like you already have it yeah but i don't have this version so it's yeah but well you better tell her that eventually <laughs> there'll be another one too that you'll be buying. probably yeah <laughs> yeah so so not not a lot of disney stuff this month um just the movies and then uh you know i'm always I can't say, I guess I can't say not a lot of Disney stuff because every day when I'm, when I've got free time, I'm always looking up something Disney or researching something Disney or just keeping up with Disney news. I always see Disney related things, news or rumors or articles online every day. And I usually read some of those or look into those, or I follow a lot of Disney related YouTube channels and I watch those, right. you know, several times a week. So I'm constantly, you know, doing things Disney, but I'm not always doing Disney. You know what I'm gotcha, saying? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't got into the YouTube Disney stuff a lot. Uh, I, I follow a lot of people on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram and uh, see what they post. I actually listen to quite a few other Disney podcasts, um, just to just to hear what they're what they're talking about. So that's that's usually how my day, I have my free time during my day is uh, taken up, and then you know every every once in a while pulling up the Disney Parks blog to see if anything else anything news come out or. Um, so yeah, so I'm doing something Disney every day, but just not big Disney, I guess. Right. So. 
So speaking of Disney, let's, let's talk a little bit about what's happened. Uh, we're not going to talk about the whole last month cause we, we don't got that many hours, but, uh, we should really start a podcast or we something. Sh- we should, about we should. Matter of fact, let's start it right now. Okay. So, a few things Sounds I want to bring up, which the first, the first one, uh, Cody doesn't have to chime in on this one. Cause I, I kind of already know his thoughts, but, uh, Oh good. Bathroom, bathroom break. break. You can, you can take a break go get some water. <laughs> uh, main street electrical parade returned to Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> last night. Uh, they had a, uh, they had a live, uh, stream on the Disney parks blog site. I didn't get to see it live. I, I watched it a few hours later, but it's always, it's my, it's my favorite parade. So I, I, I can talk about the electrical parade all night long. Uh, uh, what I wanted to bring up, which it's, I don't know if it's that big of a deal to anybody else, but, uh, there was a couple, couple people on the live feed, uh, posting or with comments about they want the main street electric parade to return to its original location, Walt Disney world, which is, they can have which it. is <laughs> according to you, they can have it, but that's not where, that's not where it started. It, uh, and I, I wanted to reply to some of them, but I was like, I'm just going to leave alone. And it was a couple hours after the live stream ended anyway. So I doubt they would even, even see my reply, but it just, unless you replied to them, directly. I could, I could track them down and stalk them and then say, listen, get your facts straight. Uh, but so it returned. See, that's the, that's the difference between you and me. I'll see stuff like that online. And I just, I just think that they're stupid in my own head and move on. But you have the urge to correct them. <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I do. And I, I, I don't always, sometimes I'll have like a three, four paragraph thing typed out and I just delete it and move on. Cause, um, according to this book by this author <laughs> on page three, paragraph six, well, yeah, it, line exactly, three. Exactly. I, I guess I don't, I saw, I saw an article, which I'll have to, I'll have to share with you later and I'll sh- I, maybe I'll, I'll try to post it on Facebook. It was, it was the seven types of Disney fans or something, something like that. And I think I was four or five of them, um, to a degree. Uh, and I think I've seen some, and, and like some, and some of them weren't all that flattering. So, <laughs> uh, but would you agree that there are those types? Oh, definitely. There? Definitely. Yeah. 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 Yep. Definitely. So, Oh, speaking of unflattering Disney types, have you seen, I think it's within the last couple of weeks that some person, I believe it was a woman gained a lot of traction or a, a lot of spotlight for kind of a 15 minutes of fame type of deal. When she kind of made a rant online about saying that childless millennials are ruining Disney theme I, parks. I did see that. And uh, yeah, uh, I saw it. You can go ahead and talk about it. She's, uh, I'll be nice. So, <laughs> I don't know all the facts. I didn't give it a lot of attention right. um, because that would, I would fall into that category, right. I suppose being the age that I am going to Disneyland without any kids. Um, but basically she was very upset with her latest experience going to, I don't remember if it was Disneyland or Walt Disney world, but one of the two with her children and that the lines were just so unbearably long and it was making her kids upset that they had to wait in these lines and she just saw groups of 20, 30 year olds, probably twenties. If I had to, to guess mainly, um, in line with no children. And she wanted millennials without children 
banned from Disney parks uh, because she said that it's supposed to be a family park (laughs) and these people without families shouldn't be going. Yeah. She's, uh, for a lack of a better word, she's, she's, I'll be nice. She's, she's different. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know all the details. I know it was something to do with her kids and I kind of skimmed over it and I was like, this isn't even it. I got it secondhand. I didn't see the exact post or I might have replied, but, um, who knows? Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's for everybody. I mean, it, it, she got her 15 minutes of fame, I guess, and got some news articles written about her. And, um, I don't think, it turned out how she thought it was going to turn out. I don't think she got as much support as she thought she would get. Um, and I don't even know if that's what she was looking for. Yeah. I don't I yeah. think it just kind of started. She just went on Facebook or Twitter or wherever she went and just kind of started ranting yeah. uh, and it just kind of gained speed she, in both she, a negative and a positive. If she doesn't like it. She can go to another theme park or yeah, she can go to Universal. Yeah. yeah but I did, I did see that. So, uh, one more thing on the main street electrical parade. If it is back for a limited time, uh, I think it's in September 30th. So, and then <laughs> don't worry, it'll folks. be back. It'll come back. Again. It, it'll come back after that, which is good. Cause if this proves <laughs> anything, they're never right. going to send it away for good. I mean, it'll, as much as I <laughs> don't like the fact that they're, Oh, it's, it's final farewell tour right. or it's, whatever they want to call it, it back again for a limited, limited time after we already well, had its second farewell. They tour. just said this time it's back for another limited engagement. So, uh, <laughs> looking at the dates here, uh, you were bringing that up open or it started in June, 1972 closed November 96. Then it came back January of 2017. Uh, then it, it ended its run in August, 2017 and then came back August 2nd this year ended its, it'll end its run in September 30th. That was all at Disneyland. I know they had it over at uh California adventure for, uh, what, nine, nine or 10 years in the early two thousands. Um, so, but yeah, if you, and I don't remember ever watching it over in California. Oh, we did adventure. when I was younger. You did. You were there with me one time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it opened, it opened there July 3rd, 2001 and then closed April 18th, 2010. And so the only time I would have seen it would have had to have been in DCA. Yes. Yes. I would have never seen it in Disneyland until it finally came back. Right. Because it ago. closed what would I say? 96. So yeah, you weren't even born when it closed the first time. So right. yeah, anytime you would have saw it before, it's numerous limited engagement runs would have been, uh, over at DCA. So interesting. Cause I have, apparently I don't, but in my mind, I feel like I have memories of watching it when I was younger in no, Disney, unless you watched it on YouTube um, or something. And I probably, I, pr- I know I have watched it on YouTube before and maybe that memory cause it's more fresh right. and more concrete than from when I was younger. It's just kind of mixed in or clouded yeah. that other memory, but. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it to Disney. It's smart marketing because they know people like it and they know people are going to come back. They can sell limited engagement merchandise again right. and people are going to buy it. Yeah, so if you miss it and it brings people into the park. If you miss it this time, if you don't get there by September 30th, you know, wait, wait a couple more months and it may come out, or a year, you know, two years or whatever. So Did you say a couple of couple months, months, it could be back. <laughs> so uh, what is interesting though is I saw some people upset that they 
have for the time being discontinued or stopped showing. I don't know if discontinued would be the right word, but, um, um, well, what's it called? Soundsation. Right. And so now the only parade that they have in Disneyland is the main street electrical parade. And I guess some people are upset that now there's no daytime parade. Uh, oh, well, right, maybe they'll bring something back after, yeah, after September 30th. But as far as I'm concerned, all you need is main street electrical parade. Yeah. I think it would be kind of cool. Cause you know how the parade goes in both directions, right? It's got to come from, um, small world, to Main Street and then from Main Street to Small World. It would be nice if going one direction, it would be Main Street Electrical Parade and then going the other direction, it was, um, gosh, now, I, um, the other newer paint the night paint the night. Yeah. Yes. Well then they'd have to have them staged in two different locations yeah, and that's probably they probably don't have the room yeah. for that. I just think it would be cool because then, possibly in the same night, you could see well, both the old and yeah. the new. But I realize that that's probably easier said than done. Right. Plus, they'd have to have the storage for, for both, both of them yeah. backstage at the end of the night. And so we've talked about Main Street probably about ten minutes longer than Cody wanted to. So <laughs> we will yeah. we will You're we welcome. will go on. Uh, Another thing that happened recently, actually about a week ago, I think, um, the voice actor for Minnie Mouse, uh, Rusty Taylor, she passed away. Uh, she was 75 years old. Uh, she had been doing the voice of Minnie Mouse for more than 30 years. I want to say 86 or 87 is when she started. Uh, and she was actually married to the guy who did the official voice of Mickey Mouse. So uh, they got married in... I want to say 2000, no, it was before 2001 because he passed away in 2009. Uh, they got married in, I'm looking it up now, 1991. So um, both uh, both Wayne and her were the official voices and um, and she just passed away. I don't, I don't remember reading what she passed away from. Um, but yeah, so I don't yeah recall if it even said. Yeah. She was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts in 1944. She uh, went to an audition in 1986 with about 200, 200 other Minnie Mouse voice hopefuls, and she got the job. So she did Minnie Mouse uh, and a bunch of, bunch of stuff. She also did a lot of uh, stuff outside of Disney voice-wise. Um, that, that I didn't really know about because uh, I, I guess I just wasn't paying attention. She did a lot. Of, she did some Flintstone stuff, Hanna-Barbera stuff. Um, I want to say she she did some stuff in The Simpsons. Um, mm -hmm. She did DuckTales yeah, too. Yeah, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and Webby, Vanderduck, and the, uh, the original DuckTales. Um, right. I don't know if she did any work in the new DuckTales or not. I'm not sure. I am looking at something online and this is saying that she she passed from colon okay. cancer yeah so cancer uh yeah that's that sucks uh but uh so she was she was a disney legend her and uh, wayne i think uh were the same year i believe i don't have that date here but anyways um 
so they'll be looking for a new a new Minnie Mouse. I don't know if there'll be any in any hurry. I don't know if she's got any voice stuff coming up. I know we were talking about it earlier. They went like what to 10, 15 years or something without a official voice of Minnie Mouse. So before right. she got the how do you know how often Minnie Mouse is featured in the new Mickey Mouse shorts? I don't know. No, I'd have to I don't really watch those because I don't really care for the the type of animation animation yeah. style. Yeah. Meth head goofy. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, but yeah. Uh that was just a week ago, so yeah. What else is going on? Well, we'll talk about the Lion King stuff last. Um the something I saw on Disney Parks blog dealing with the the renovation of the Hong Kong Disneyland castle, which it was basically a uh almost a replica of the one in Disneyland in Anaheim. Um, but right. it won't be any longer. Um, they just started the renovation. I think early, they closed it. I want to say January 1st of this year and it's going to, it's not going to be done until 2020 sometime. Yeah. Really that? Yeah. Long, huh? I, I could have swore I read that yesterday. It's, it's going to take a while. Um, but the, the actually article talked about some new tower additions and they're all going to have, um, some type of uh, Disney, I don't want to call it princess because there, there is some Anna and Elsa stuff on there, but um, there's going to be something relating to most of the princesses, Cinderella, Tiana, Aurora, Ariel, Milan, Snow White, Moana, Merida, Belle, Rapunzel, Pocahontas, Jasmine. Um, on the towers, there's going to be something that represents them. So... Uh, I don't know how much it'll look different or if they're even going to try to make it look different or if they're just adding that stuff. We'll just have to wait and see as more pictures come out. Yeah, It makes me wonder, are they just going to build towers on top of the castle structure that's already there? Or are they going to completely, you know, demolish the castle or right. at least for the most part, you know, I'm sure they'd leave some structure standing to then build from, but if if they're just going to add towers to it, or if they're going to completely make a new castle, yeah, I don't. This this article is kind of short. It just mentions the princesses, and um, it says when fully transformed, the iconic castle will stand as a shining beacon of courage, hope, and possibility, inspiring all who dare to dream big. So, yeah, it doesn't. So, I mean, I think I'm excited to see what it'll look like when it's right. finished, or if we get some actual concept art down the road yeah, to show us what it's supposed to look like. And that might answer my question on, are they just going to build, you know, attach towers to it to make it taller or are they going to completely like redo the base right. and make the castle bigger as a whole rather than just adding towers? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah. Well, I just have to wait and see. Uh, so, but that with, with that news, it did bring a question into my mind that I wanted to ask okay. you. Um, how partial are you to the original in Anaheim, California, the Disneyland castle? Do you want to see that preserved? I mean, I know they've touched it up. They just did a renovation on it and they've slightly changed some of the colors, but it's still the blue and the pink and you know, but would you ever want to see the castle redone? Would you ever want to see Disneyland in Anaheim, California have a bigger, more prominent castle? Or do you want it to remain the castle that 
for the most part, Walt Disney imagined. I, and what he I built. think it should remain. And I actually think they should. I know the, the new color scheme, it's got the blues and the pinks. Uh, if you look back at old pictures of the castle, it was more grayish looking. Um, yeah, I, I, I would right. rather have that castle back. Um, I had a picture of it. I'm trying to find it now, but I can't seem to find it. It might be on my old computer. Um, but yeah, I, if they're going to do anything, oh, here, here's, here's one of all the kids running up. Yeah. I mean the, the towers, the spires or whatever on top, they have a little blue hint to them, but it's, uh, and it's cool. They got Ivy growing on the walls and, um, it looks more dark, I guess, than now. I, I would prefer to have that castle back. But if they're going to do anything to it, bring bring that paint scheme back. Um, so, no, no. So, but you, you wouldn't want to see them. Make it bigger or anything? Build another no, castle in no, place. not at all. Not at all. Leave that one alone. You can you can change other castles, but leave uh, leave leave the original one at Disneyland alone. That's my opinion anyways. Okay. I just, it was an interesting yeah. question. I wanted to hear, wanted to hear your yeah, thoughts. Yeah. Um, so another, uh, see Disneyland haunted mansion 50th is coming up. Um, on August 9th should be, and I know they're doing, uh, we talked about it a couple months ago, back in May, they announced they're doing a, an event on uh, August 7th and 8th. And then another one on August 8th and 9th. It's um, like an overnight or a or after hours party, I guess is what you would call it, which the actual party only lasts about three hours. Um, you check in early in the morning, you start arriving at 1130, queuing up. Uh, it'd be cool to go to. Uh, they got some, some uh, different events going on, some photo ops and keepsakes and, uh, different food and merchandise you could buy. I don't know if I could pay $299 for basically three hours. Um, to ride Haunted Mansion so after Haunted the park. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much of the park is going to be open. Um, I don't know if it's just going to be New Orleans Square or if it's just going to be Haunted Mansion. It doesn't really say. I mean, if I had extra 300 bucks laying around just to say I went maybe. Uh, it looks like tickets are still available. When I click the purchase tickets uh, option, it takes me through the process where I'm able to select the event date I want. Um, but like I told you earlier, I don't want to go any farther in case it charges me or whatever. <laughs> so then you just tell your wife it was an <laughs> accident. You have an, to go. You've spent an the money accident. on it. We got to go out to California next week. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, fiftieth. You're pretty cool. Um, I'm a, a big anniversary for it. Uh, 1969, um, the building sat there for quite a while, um, before 69 empty, um, mm -hmm. had, had signs on it saying that it was coming, but, um, I'm sure if social media would have been around back then, Disney, I would have took a beating for having it sit there with nothing going on. Um, yeah. Cause it sat there for a, a while. while. Originally planned as a walkthrough. Um, kind of a museum type ride or attraction. Right. Um, which Pirates of the Caribbean was also. Correct. Correct. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite rides uh, at Disneyland, uh, especially during the holidays when they transform it um, with Jack Skellington and all that. But uh, I yeah, do. I, I will give it to those decorators. They, they do, do a good job. 
one heck of a job. I mean, on the inside, but I really love the way the mansion looks on the exterior with everything on it. And then the one thing I like when they do transform it for the holidays is the music that they have playing outside of the mansion during the holiday overlay. Um, And you might be able to verify this more, but I've been told from like YouTube videos that I've watched that people from from people that have been to both Disneyland here in Al and Disneyland here in California when they've done the Christmas overlay and people that have been to Disneyland Paris that that's the same music that they play in or around Phantom Manor. Ooh, uh, it's that same audio. I don't know. Um, just during the holidays or the, the all the time? Just during the holidays, the music that's playing. In like when you're outside of the mansion, like in the queue and stuff during the holiday overlay, and they only have it playing during the right. holiday overlay. That because normally it's just quiet. Right. That, I, there's no music. I don't remember inside. any music playing outside of the Disneyland Paris one, but I was nine. And so yeah, I don't know if it ago, was so inside or outside the attraction, but they said it was had something to do with Phantom Manor that the music was from Phantom okay, Manor. Okay, well, looks, we'll have to plan a trip back so so oh, I can take I you this to. time. <laughs> yeah yeah leave your wife and kids at home just take me uh it'd be cheaper it, it would be cheaper but so if you're uh if you want to check out the haunted mansion 50th uh special event um or if you uh if you're there on the 9th write it in, in honor of the 50th uh and then pretty soon they'll be closing it down i want to say later do they do it in august to to get the halloween overlay on it or is that september I know it's coming up soon. It's either at the end of the month or for some reason, right? Maybe I thought I read, might be right after Labor Day. I thought Day. I read August 26th, but uh, I could be wrong. Maybe um, it might be. So, yeah, that's coming up. No, because I think it opens before, I think it opens back up in September sometime. Okay. So, they might start closing it in August, which is that earlier than they've done it before? I, I don't know. I, I'd have to look back at old, old, uh, our old stories I'm, as I'm talking I'm pulling up the Disney Parks blog right now to see if see if I saw it on there um, but it doesn't come up because right I think away. I saw something recently that said that they're gonna the holiday version of Haunted Mansion is gonna open in September okay you, and it's gonna run through January you know where I might have saw it on the Disney app when I clicked on Haunted Mansion because I, I, I just wanted to see if they said anything on there about the uh about the special event so let me uh nope that's galaxy's edge i don't want to be over there well i do but i want to be over here first and let's see why is it not coming up is it close oh yeah it's not coming up oh well but yeah i I, for some reason i want to say it was uh Oh, 20 minute wait. There it is. Um, on August 26, 2019, wow. the Haunted Mansion will close to begin its transformation by Jack Skellington into Haunted Mansion Holiday, which opens September 6 as part of Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort. The classic Haunted Mansion is scheduled to reopen in early 2020. So, yeah, August 26, they'll close it down. September 6th, it'll open back up and then come uh, early 2020. I want to say this year was like January 6th or something. It was. It was either closed or it was back to the original Haunted Mansion. So, I think it—that's when it closed because it closed 
when the official holidays at Disneyland ended, ended okay. which I believe was the right. 6th or something right around there. Okay. So there we go. Um, all right, next, uh, let's get into a little bit about the Lion King in the box office before we share our views on the Lion King. Um, cause you saw it, did you see it opening weekend or? Uh, no opening weekend. I was moving. I saw it the next weekend. Okay. So you saw it last weekend. Um, yeah. yes, I saw it two not this Friday as in yesterday, as of us recording, right. but the Friday before okay. that. Uh, I saw a few things that I wanted to share. Uh, it's basically, it's been the top box office movie the last two weeks. Obviously this week's numbers haven't come out, but I don't think, was there anything that came out that may, that may pass it this week? Mm, this, I mean, this weekend, the Hobbs and Shaw Fast and Furious movie came out. Okay. So that might, pull over the yeah. Lion King. Cause I know there's a lot of fast and furious fans out yeah, there probably it, looking at this. It probably will just on the Friday night numbers. It was beating it by 12 million. So, okay. So yeah. yeah. Which, you know, makes sense. Yeah. For the most part, the last couple of Disney movies that have come out usually stayed on with the exception of maybe Avengers, uh, stayed at the top like two, three weeks. Avengers, I think was a little longer maybe, but uh, let me go back here. Yeah, two weeks, two weeks. Avengers was three. Okay. So yeah, Avengers stayed on top for three weeks. Aladdin, two weeks. Toy Story 4, two weeks. Lion King, two weeks. Captain Marvel, two weeks. So two weeks is about, about the norm. Uh, yeah. Dumbo was only one week movie glass earlier in the year, which not a Disney movie, but it stayed on top for four weeks. So must've really? not been anything coming out that time. I don't remember when that yeah, came well, out first, uh, January 18th through 20th was the first weekend. I think. Did we not have any Disney movies not coming in out? January? The then? first one that came out for the year was, um, was it Captain Marvel? It would have been Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So that's yeah. why. So <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't have any competition. <laughs> so the, the thing I found basically said it uh, so far uh, in the first, as of July 30th, which was the middle of the week, uh, the, the new live action Lion King had surpassed the $1 billion worldwide mark. Um, so it took it about just a little over two and a half weeks to make, to make 1 billion. Um, 64% of that came from international, uh, sales and then 35 from the U S compared that to the Lion King animated version, which came out in 1994. Uh, it took them 26 weeks to make 968 million. So, uh, but that was 25 wow. years ago. And I don't know the comparison of how many theaters it was in or, you know, obviously ticket prices were a little lower back then. I don't know what that would translate to today's money if they if they did did that study or whatever um but let's pull this up lion king so far uh domestic has made about 403 million came out july 19th so 
it's doing fairly well. You like, like you said, Sean Hobbs or Hobbs and Shaw, whatever Scott will probably overtake it. Number one this week, but, um, overall made, made quite a bit of money. Uh, we're, did, did you ever find the article you were talking about, about the Disney movies this year? Um, um, basically the top, the I top did. five or five of the top six have been, have been Disney movies as far as making the most money this year. Yes. Um, and that was like a week ago or so now, technically, I guess they still have five, of the top six, number f- one is Avengers Endgame. Number two is Captain Marvel. Three is Toy Story four. Four is the 2019 The Lion King. Five is Spider-Man Far From Home, which is technically a Sony Studios picture. Um, And then just in conjunction with Marvel. But technically Sony's making the money for the studio on that one. And then Marvel just rakes in money off of merchandise and creative um, rights. Okay. And then number six is the 2019 Aladdin. Gotcha. So they've had a fairly, I'd say it was fairly successful year. Um, Yes, I would say so. And it was also announced just a week ago, maybe just barely over a week. I think it was just last weekend that um, Avengers Endgame has become the world's number one top grossing movie in all of history. history, Yeah. It overtook because it, it finally beat avatar. Yeah. And they announced that Marvel announced that at the comic con convention. Just a week. I remember seeing something. I want to say it was on Twitter. James Cameron sent him like a congratulatory tweet. Um, so yeah. And apparently that's kind of tradition. Um, I was saw an article where, um, some other studios have have done the same other movies directors of other movies have done it like there was something with titanic and star wars and all these other movies that came to be number one when they did and the previous record holder before them would do something yeah i think showing right here two billion seven hundred ninety three million eight hundred eighty eight thousand dollars quite a bit of change. Um, do you know, uh, just not on the topic of uh, Avengers or anything, but according to Box Office Mojo, who the domestic record, record holder is for for a movie? Um, for what? Just, just for overall record holder of most money made domestically, not... Uh, Worldwide, it's not a, it's not, it's not um, Avengers. No, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, you know what? I've, I, I had yeah. seen that or heard that somewhere. Nine hundred thirty-six million dollars, just just domestically. domestically, yeah. So I wonder which. That's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Worldwide. Because even Avengers hasn't made that much domestically, no, I don't think. No, they're, they're, eight, they're 800 and something. Uh, yeah. 
their Star Wars Force Awakens is one of the one, two, three, four, five movies that have passed the two billion dollar mark worldwide. So yeah, Crazy. a lot of money. Now, do you think Star Wars, the rise of Skywalker will come close in those numbers? It being the last installment of the Skywalker saga. Uh, I think, or do you think people are, it's not going to see the kind of numbers it did when it was rebooted with this last trilogy. Star Wars. I'm going to say it's going to make somewhere. I don't, I don't think it passes the force awakens, but I think it makes, cause I'm, I'm just looking down on the list of the top one star Wars force awakens. Number four, then the next star Wars movie is star Wars, the last Jedi and number 12 with uh, like 1.3 billion. I think it's going to make somewhere in between. I'm going to go 1.7. Okay. So, which would put it at number six, it would pass Jurassic world and, but be just below, uh, uh infinity war. So, okay. I, I could yeah. see that. Yeah. We'll see. I, mean, I could, I could totally be wrong and it could do 3 billion. I don't know. Uh, there are a lot of star <sighs> Wars fans out there. There are a lot of Star Wars fans out there. So that's the, that's the box office numbers. It's done, it's done really well. Um, and like Cody said, he saw it last week. I saw it this week. Uh, share share some of our thoughts on it. Um, could be some spoilers. Um, we're not going to go through the movie frame by frame or anything. But I mean, but honestly, uh, if you've seen the original, if, if you know what's going to happen. <laughs> that's that's true. There's a few differences, I guess, but very uh, subtle, in my opinion, very slight. Some 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 different songs. Um, obviously, different people who sing the songs. Oh yes, the um, gl- wonderful Queen Bee. Right. Right. Um, so what did you, what was your overall impression of the Lion King? Uh, cause the, what the third live action of the year, we had Dumbo and Aladdin. Yeah. Um, if I had to rank Dumbo and Aladdin one and two, obviously Aladdin's going to be one Dumbo's two, um, with the Lion King coming in. Um, I don't know if I liked Lion King or Aladdin better. Um, yeah, I'm kind of in that same boat because there's things that I like and disliked about both Aladdin and Lion right. King. And I would have a hard time trying to pick one or the other. Right. So I guess I can call them one A and one B. I think I would personally put, um, a la- I'm sorry, the Lion King at number one. And I think I would only do that because to me, I know there was humor in Aladdin, but to me, I found the Lion King to be more funny. I laughed more personally. Did you? I did. Okay. Um, and not that, like, like I said, I know there's humor in Aladdin. Um, but to me, it in Aladdin, it was more clever humor, more kind of witty humor, dry, dry humor, which I like. I can really appreciate dry humor. Um, but the, yeah, there was just something with the Lion King that resonated more with me in the in the humor category. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, right now I'd say they're even, I thought I'm at the, the, with, uh, obviously Lion King being, uh, obviously computer generated. I thought the 
the way the animals looked, the way the scenery, I mean, it was odd. I mean, it looked like you were watching real to me, like you're watching real animals. They didn't look, you know, they didn't look fake or the only ones that looked funny to me were the, the, the vultures or the buzzards, whatever they were. Right. Those looked a little funny to me. They didn't quite look as realistic as all the other animals. Um, but that was the only ones that looked a little off to me. Now Pumba didn't look like Pumba from the animated one. No, and I know But but he looked that was real kind of making headlines before the right. movie came out when we first but he, saw but he Pumba looked, in a trailer. Right. But he looked real. He looked like a real warthog. Yeah. 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 Which so, if they're gonna make everything look real, they can't pretty up a warthog just because warthogs are naturally not the most beautiful creatures on the planet. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, Did you see, though, that John Favreau, the director of this movie, revealed that there's one scene in the movie that is real, that was actually filmed in Africa? I didn't see that. It is the opening shot um, in Africa with the sunset at the very beginning of the movie. Right before they start playing the music? Right before they start playing with the music. And apparently that was... Intention. The music of that was intentionally delayed because in the animated version, it the music starts right off the bat with that first scene. Yeah. And in this one, you have I don't know how long it is 10, 15 seconds of silence, and everyone's just kind of like sitting there waiting. They're like, oh, there, there, there should be a note here. There should be a note here. Ah. Then, yeah. Yeah. Then it finally came. Then it yeah. finally came. Um. So that that was apparently designed intentionally, pushing back that song a few however many seconds they did but yeah that original that first shot of the movie of the african savanna with the the sunset and the tree and whatnot whatever was in the shot that they actually went to africa and they actually filmed that so that was real footage everything else though was computer generated but it looked amazing yeah absolutely it did so yeah some of the let's see some of the small differences obviously pumba um, I'm trying to think. I just saw it, but like I said, I should have. <laughs> this afternoon, I should have watched. I should have watched the animated one this morning instead of watching Snow White, and then, uh, yeah, watched. Uh, gone to the theater. Uh, the part with um, the you know the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The the fur that kind of flies through the air and goes through different. Um, oh. It, yeah, I don't remember it doing all that in the animated one. As far as that, uh, that many, because you know it, the giraffe ate it, then you know and the dung beetle it. had it, in, yeah, in his thing, and then um, I don't remember it going through all those different. I don't elements. think it. Well, and in the animated version, it wasn't hair either. Okay, what well, was so it in the animated the version? Animated version, Simba goes up to that hill and kind right. of plops down. But then it's like dust or whatever specks that come out from the grass uh, or whatever that float off into the wind. Maybe I, I I I need to watch it again. And then I don't know. Rafiki smells that or something. That's how he knows he's alive. Yeah, but then he doesn't immediately know in the animated version. In this version, he sees the fur and he's just immediately he's like Simba's alive. Mm-hmm. In the animated, he gets a whiff of the dust or. I don't know, gets this feeling and then he does some shaman stuff. He mixes some stuff up in a bowl and kind of looks at it a little funny. 
and then comes to the realization that it's Simba. Right. So it's right. not as immediate in the animated version. Yeah. Now, I don't remember Pumbaa in the animated version actually getting to fart. But in the live um, action, he did. Well, in the animated, he farts in their little hot tub. Right. Which, that's not featured in this movie. All you see is like bubbles, right? Or do you see? Yes. Well, it's it's bubbling like a jacuzzi would, and then Pumbaa's the first one out, and all the bubbles stop. stop. Okay. And Simba and Timon look at each other and immediately jump out because yeah. it's I to just, be assumed that Pumbaa just was never, just sitting in there farting. I was sitting in this one, and I was like, "Hey, oh, he he got to fart." So, uh, well, um, and did you also notice that during the Akuna Matata song, um, Pumbaa singing? Um, you know, and they're talking about his aroma, right? Right. His friends never wanting to be downwind and this and that. And then in the animated version, you're led to believe that he's going to say something like farted and Timon's like, Pumba, not in front of the kids. And he's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> and this one, he starts kind of slowing down and slowing down. And I think he says farted. And then he's like, you're not going to stop me. And Timon's like, no. <laughs> and then yeah. they just keep on singing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they just thought it would be funny in the original, in the animated to not include it, to kind of like stop them. Or if they were actually afraid 25 years ago to say the word farted in a G rated movie yeah. or a PG rated movie. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't And then the other thing I was reading, which, uh, is, where did I find it at? I don't remember the, it said the title, the legendary scene was removed from Lion King, a remake for not being real enough. Um, I guess in, in the animated one, um, when you see, when you see Mufasa in the sky. Oh yeah. Again, uh, where his, the clouds take right. his form. Yeah. And John, John Favreau, so he, it says here was always saying that he didn't want that to be a literal thing and draw Mufasa in the clouds. He wanted to have some buildup and drama. Uh, so I guess people were complaining that there wasn't actually uh, a cluster of clouds, I guess. I don't know. I, well, it's cool. so Simba's still looking up into the clouds and there's some lightning flashes. And sometimes it, it looks like you can kind of make out a lion when the lightning flashes or at least a face like eyes or something. Right. So I don't know. Um, I mean, that's kind of, Whatever. I think it would have made a little more sense, um, especially for maybe kids, if there if if Mufasa had been actually in the clouds, you know. Right. Whereas because the whole thing is like, oh, you know, the stars are the kings of the past, and so it's not like even Simba's in that in this scene. Simba's not even looking at the stars to where maybe kids can make that connection. Cause it's still clouds. Right. So it's just like now the voice is just coming from these clouds. Right. Rather than it making more sense to actually see the clouds take Mufasa's form. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, I mean, I've seen there's, I mean, people will complain about most things, but yeah. uh, ov overall I thought it was, I thought it was good. Uh, you know, the, the obvious, the, the first, the music at the very beginning, uh, you can hear one, two, uh, notes of that and you, you know what you're watching. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, glad glad we finally got to see it. Obviously, I'll be adding it to my collection once it comes out. Um, but yeah, as far as live action go for this year, yeah, I may I'll give it a. I think I'll give Lion King a little edge over over Aladdin. Um, definitely better than Dumbo. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So Is there that, anything you didn't like about the live action remake of Lion King? Mm-hmm. No, not really. There's nothing that stuck out that, uh, you know, that I was mad about or upset about. I thought, I thought they did a great job. Um, uh, it was about 30 minutes longer than the animated version. Yep. Um, but that's understandable. Um, uh, cause it, I mean, it wasn't, you know, some, some of the scenes took longer or shorter or whatever. A lot of, I think a lot of more, nature see i i did like the scene with um with uh was it simba and was it the antelope or whatever was when they were when he was eating and he didn't notice that simba was there but then he noticed him and he got scared and he went to run away and simba's like chasing butterflies and he's he said something like oh you're not going to eat me or something like that <laughs> something like yeah, that. yeah yeah i thought i thought that was a cool addition because that i mean i don't I, that wasn't in the animated one um right that that interaction but um Mm -hmm. yeah it was i i I like that part the part where nala shows back up i was sitting next to my son he jumped when 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 she came on the scene uh he did yeah your older son or your younger son uh calvin (laughs) (laughs) he he said he was he was just so entranced in the movie and then she she popped in and kind of scared him so uh, I thought that was funny because I was sitting next to him and he jumped. I was like, "What'd you jump for?" Oh, I, I got I got a little shocked. So, uh, kid needs more exposure at the zoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the end song was I, I thought was kind of cool. I, I I texted you to see if I needed to say past the credits. Uh, you don't need to say past the credits apparently. Uh, nothing extra. No. That yeah, unless you lied to me. But. No, I, I mean, I didn't stay all the way through, but I stayed majority of the way and I'm like, yeah, they were going to show something where they, they would have showed something by yeah. now. So, so I left and I haven't seen anything online about yeah, me neither post-credit scene. And, and by now two weeks out yeah. the third weekend now, someone somewhere would have said something. So yeah, right after I texted you, I Googled it and I didn't, I didn't come up with anything that said there was going to be one. So we, we, we left about halfway through the uh, ending song. Yeah. Um, one of the, th- one of the th- issues I had, so I guess you didn't really have any I didn't, nitpicky nothing, issues. Nothing popped in my head. Um, so yeah. So the thing I, probably my biggest thing with this movie was because I saw an interview with John Favreau, the director, and he made it a point to what, to that where the animals when they were speaking that their mouths or their jaws and that sort of stuff would not do anything that the animal would actually be able to do in real life. Okay. So, you know, any mouth movements or any jaw movements would be realistic to what that animal could actually do. Mind if I think the voice actually coming out. Exactly. Right. Um, so I think that was kind of an inhibitor because Sometimes I just felt, and I think facial expressions played a lot into it too. Sometimes I just felt like they were just like puppets and they were just kind of opening and closing their mouths and just staring at each other. 
Well, did he? And words were coming out. And sometimes it was hard just to see expressions in their faces. Right. Did he do that to, to, to try to prevent it from being too cartoony, too much like the animated or? I, I don't know if it was to not make it like the animated, but I think it, he was trying to go for the ultra realism. Okay. So I guess, you know, in a sense, he was trying to make it as, opposite as the animated as possible in that regard with the animals um so that included the facial expressions so they couldn't animate you know feelings or expressions and i think that took a lot away from me because i don't know when nala and simba meet each other again they don't even look happy about it their voices sound happy right but you can't see it in their faces so you wanted more facial expressions, even if it wasn't natural to that animal. Yeah. And because I don't know, facial expressions, body language is just a really big part of conversations and right. know, social cues. And you just didn't get that out of these characters. And I get why we didn't get it. Cause he was trying to go for the ultra realism and you know, animals don't actually talk. So <laughs> you've got to draw a line somewhere. Right. Um, but yeah, I just think if they were, if they would have put more, facial expressions in I think that would have made a difference for me um yeah so that that was my biggest thing is just they all just seemed so monotone in their expressions okay yeah I I I can see it I can see I guess it just didn't bug me as much and so you basically you had to picture you had to take the voice and animate it yourself into their movements and their facial expressions yeah yeah. I think the one character that we got the there's I guess the three characters that we got the most expression out of were Zazu cuz he would like move his head and do bird-like things. That helped. Timon and his meerkat scurrying around, that helps. And then Pumbaa cuz he'd kind of jump around and right. bob his head and stuff. That helped. Um but the lions, I guess it was mainly with the the lions and and maybe the hyenas because they would have been the other major animal in the movie. Um, but the lions more specifically. And then was with like the lionesses, sometimes it was hard to tell which female lion was which female lion. Especially when they were all grouped together having a conversation. And it's right. like, well, which one's which? Yeah, like I know Nala and Sarabi are in here, but it's just like, if we just all of a sudden pan to a scene where they're all standing there, I've got no clue which one is Nala and which one is Simba's mom. Right. Until they start talking and I'm like, Oh, okay, well that's Beyonce's voice. Because then there was another interview I saw. I don't know if it was with Favreau or if it was with one of the animators, but they were talking about, you know, they're trying to make this as realistic as possible. And you know, these, these, female lions, they're all kind of going to look the same. So how do we differ them visually? So they changed, they made like breathing patterns different with each lioness because they don't have the manes to differ them. Like you could tell between Simba and Scar because of their manes and one was more 
Brute, you know, Simba was a bigger lion than Scar and Mufasa was a bigger lion than Scar. I don't remember. The lionesses were all kind of the same. I don't remember seeing different. I wasn't looking for different breathing patterns. Well, the thing is breathing, the way their chest inflates and deflates and their stomachs move as they're breathing, you're not going to be looking for that. Right. (laughs) It's in there apparently, but I bet you it's very subtle. It's not meant to stand out, but it's something that the animators did. Um, which interesting, you know, nice little detail to know, but that's not going to help the audience differentiate which line is what. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that was just kind of my biggest thing or my two biggest things, I guess. Okay. But I will, however, say that I think, uh, Timon and Pumbaa stole the show. They were the best part of the movie. Yeah. Um, and then Zazu was like runner up in that. I am upset that they cut the scene from the animated version where Zazu is in like this rib cage cage um, in Scar's little lair. Um, and I can't remember if it's before, it might be before Mufasa's dead. Cause I think it's when Mufasa comes to see scar but it's it's that same scene in the animated version i believe where scar is playing with the mouse no because zazu flies in he's not anyway there's a scene in the original in the animated version where scar has zazu in this little cage and scar tells him to zazu to entertain him or something and to sing a song and Zazu starts singing It's a Small World and this guy's like, no, no, anything but that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was, I was hoping for a moment like that in in this with Zazu again, but they cut that. Right. Um, with Timon and Pumbaa, one, one of my favorite lines from Timon and Pumbaa, because it's my, it's the kind of humor that I appreciate, where they're all eating grubs, you know, they're kind of teaching Simba the ways of, Akuna Matata or, or whatever, right? And they start eating these bugs from this tree bark or log or whatever. And Pumbaa's like, oh, look, they're they're local. And Timon's like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, right there. Right there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought, uh, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Seth Rogen fan, so uh, I thought he did a good job. Um now, what about Billy Eichner? You like him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought they, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what was I going to ask you? Oh, as far as if you had to rate the animated versus the live action, which one? Which one would be your favorite? I mean, if, if you were sitting down on the couch and you had to choose between throwing in the nineteen ninety four animated or the 2019 live action probably the animated just because of <laughs> facial expression <laughs> yeah i it's probably the same i think i was talking i think my daughter said she she liked the animated one better who kaylee uh, kaylee yeah my older daughter yeah. uh, i don't know if i think my younger daughter's she's she's had to have seen the lion king because we've got it floating around but she didn't really she didn't really say which one she was just laughing so yeah. Um, what yeah, what did you think? Because I was waiting for the the Lu, Timon's luau scene, right? 
I was waiting for it. And they completely changed that scene. What did you think of that? It, it's a, I mean, maybe that's why I like the animated one, but uh, yeah, I, because if you go back to the interview with John Favreau, I mean, he was trying to make it more realistic, right? Uh-huh. So I, I think, I think now, now, now that you talk about, I think they could have included some of that, the animated comedy stuff that they yeah. cut out. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I wasn't directing it. So, uh, <laughs> I, I would have tried to get some of that stuff and especially the thing you said with the small world, uh, you know, I, I would have tried to get some of that stuff in if I could maybe, you know, maybe they tried or they tried it and it just didn't work. I don't know. Yeah. So, so cause the small world was like an out of universe if you, you know, I don't know. It, it was yeah. just out of kind of that right world that you were put into. Why would, why would lions in Africa know about small world? Right. Oh. And, and then to have that same reaction that a lot of people do with that song. Right. No, no. Anything but that song. Yeah. Are you, are you, uh, are you uh, listening James? Uh- <laughs> yeah. It's a small world. He's not listening anymore. He shut it off. So, yeah. Um, and so, but so with the, with how they changed the, the luau scene, it's not a luau at all anymore. So you no longer get Timon and Pumbaa. Timon's no longer in a hula skirt. Right. And Pumbaa's not sitting there with a apple in his mouth. Right. Like a cooked pig. Um, and they still kind of go with that same theme as Pumbaa being dinner. But now instead of just a random luau, they break into the song Be Our Guest. Right. <laughs> which I liked because I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I, I That's probably the hardest I laughed in that entire movie. Like I was very audible because it caught me off guard and I just thought it was very funny. Um, yeah, but if they're going to include that, they could have included Small World. Exactly. <laughs> so. uh, but... <laughs> I thought it was a nice little touch because I wasn't expecting it. Now, will it still be funny the next time I see it? I don't know. Right. Whereas I still to this day like that luau scene. Right. From the animated. Yeah. So that's, that's my thoughts on Lion King. Uh, Good movie. Um, I, now that, now that I've, you know, seen Aladdin and Lion King, don't we are, we were talking about the other night thoughts on Dumbo and um, I, I don't, it, it's getting like more and more that I didn't like Dumbo as much, I guess. When the, the anime over, or the, the, the uh, live action, the live action. live action. I love the animated one, but okay. yeah. And is it just because it's so different from the animated? Like they completely changed the story I, in the live I think action. So. And, and that's what I'm scared about, which guys I was going to, could kind of briefly mention the next couple live action. Uh, you got Maleficent two coming out, and then Milan coming out next March. Which, uh, this since we've recorded, they've released a trailer from Milan. Right, right. Uh, which I enjoyed the trailer, but uh, everything I've read, it's not, it's not, it's not Milan the animated version. No. Uh, so I've also nothing's been confirmed. I don't think, but there's been a lot of reports that had said that it is not going to be a musical. Yeah, I yeah, I've read I've read a lot of that. So so we'll, and we'll what's interesting 
in the animated version of Mulan, she goes to the war in disguised as a man because her father was drafted for the war, right? But her father is old, old. He's already fought in the war. Now he's old and she's taken frail, right? In this trailer, we see her father. He's not old. He's not frail. He's a little fat Chinese guy. (laughs) Um, and so then, then the question is, so is she, is that, are they just still going? So off that premise that she goes in place of her father, just so her father doesn't have to, but now it doesn't make as much sense because now it seems more that her father would be more able. Right. And in the animated version, because in the animated version, he's walking around on a cane and stuff when we first see him. Yeah. Definitely too old to go fight. Right. And granted this in the trailer, he was just sitting down at the, the dinner table, but he's not old. And he doesn't look battle worn. Right. You know, he looks fine. He just looks like a, an average man. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. I guess I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I'm more, I'm more excited to go see the live action Mulan than I think I'm going to be to see the live action little mermaid, but that's, <laughs> that's a different, that's a thing. different topic for a different day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that soon. But yeah, so I mean, any more thoughts on Lion King? Um, no, I mean, one thought that I had during the movie that it's almost shot for shot. Like some scenes are extended. There are some things that are taken out, but it is very close to being shot for shot right. for the from the original. Which, in some regard, they they were smart enough not to mess with too much because they wouldn't have known the backlash that they would have gotten. Right. Um, so that surprises me that they're straying away from that idea for other live action remakes, like with Dumbo and the possibility of what they're changing in Milan or right. so let me, some of the things I've heard about the little mermaid, even changing the entire location where the little mermaid takes place. Let me ask so, you this with the live action remakes. This, well, yeah, the, we'll call them the live action reimaginings or remakes or whatever. The ones that are, that are remaking classic Walt Disney animation films. Um, right. So out of that, you know, you can take, uh, to me, Maleficent is out of that category. Um, a couple other things are out of that category, but as far as like with, we'll say Dumbo and Lion Kings and Aladdin's and Little Mermaids and Milan's, do you, would you rather them stick to the animated, basically the animated script but obviously with live action characters or CGI characters, or would you, do you care if they go, you know, off on a different tangent? I, I I can see both sides from their perspective. I would like a nice in the middle somewhere, but more towards keeping to the original. Okay. I don't mind some things being changed because I, I feel that if they're going to go through the hassle of remaking it with either CGI characters or casting people and actors and all that, they might as well have some creative liberty, right? But I'd like to still feel the nostalgia from the film. Besides the name. Besides the name. Like Dumbo, there was no nostalgia in Dumbo because it was just so different, right? Yeah. 
And a lot of the nostalgia, like I was very excited when I saw the first Dumbo trailer because baby, the song baby mine was featured heavily in the trailer, but not featured hardly at all in the movie. And baby mine is such a deep and intense and sad song um, that can bring a lot of emotion out like it did in the animated movie. And it just, uh, they hardly paid any respect to it at all in the, the live action remake. Um, with the Lion King, they stuck relatively close and they brought back nostalgia for a lot of people, I felt like. And within two and a half weeks, it went over a billion dollars and we never saw that with Dumbo. Right. Um, Mulan, I mean, I Mulan's just such a different story. Mulan, even as an animated movie, is a story about a war. It's a war story. Um, and so because specifically because it's a war story, depending on how they do it, I might actually like the changes that they're going to make with it because it's a war. It's going to be a war movie and it's going to have that kind of theme and that vibe about it. It's going to be a darker, it's going to be a heavier movie. So, so I would guess if they're stripping the music from it, uh, you know, I feel like it's going to be more accustomed to war movies we've already seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but something like with the little mermaid, that's a movie that I would want to see them stick more closely to the original. Some creative Liberty. Yes, is fine. Change some things, add some things, maybe, maybe another scene or two with Ariel's sisters, because we know she has sisters, but they're just briefly popped into the beginning of the animated movie. And then you never really see or hear from them again. You know, if they wanted to add a longer scene or another scene with the sisters, you know, I'm fine with, a change like that or, you know, something more to do with Triton throughout the movie or, or whatever. That's fine. Um, but again, there's not a lot confirmed for the live action remake of the little mermaid yet, but I've seen things online where it's possible that the movie is going to take place in the Caribbean rather than up near Denmark and the oceans up there. Um, now it could be a Caribbean, Jamaica, you know, tropical ocean and area that this takes place in. And I just, I don't know. I would prefer that movie to stick closer to the original. So I think for me personally, it would kind of be case by case. Um, but I say more often than not stick closer to the original. That's what people know. That's what people love. And that's where people are going to go to re-feel those feelings that they had when they saw the original. If you go in and just with the same movie but have a completely different, um, same name, but go in and see a completely different movie, people are going to be confused on with their feelings because they went to go relive a moment and they got something completely different. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I, I would agree. Case by case, I guess. There's some that I wouldn't want to change. Like I, I actually hope they never do a Pinocchio one. Cause I don't want them to mess with Pinocchio being my favorite Disney movie. Uh, so they could leave that one alone. I think I mentioned that before. So Disney, if you're listening, you're probably not, I know you're not, uh, <laughs> stay away from Pinocchio, <laughs> but uh, there's some that I can see maybe changing a little. I, I would just, if, if you're doing a, a, a remake of it, I, I would like it to be, uh, to have some similarities at least to the 
to the animated version. But yeah, what will be interesting is that they are doing another live action movie that is not coming out in theaters. Um, it's going to be featured on Disney Plus, and that's going to be Lady and the Tramp. Yeah, which is going to be really be available at launch with Disney Plus in November. Right. November tw- was it November twenty first? Something like that. I, I yeah, I think it was November nonetheless. Yeah, whatever the date is, that's the day that I cancel Netflix and I get Disney Plus. So, uh, actually, I think it says November twelfth. No, November twelfth. Oh. Yeah. So I just have okay. the numbers backwards or mixed up. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that because, I mean, that's only what we're in August now, three months, three months away. Yeah. Um, three months in like a week. And we haven't seen a trailer for that. We haven't seen anything. I don't know if they will release a trailer for it, knowing that it's just going to be on Disney plus, but Netflix releases trailers for Netflix originals. So that's going to be interesting because now we're three months out. We don't know anything about lady and the tramp. Are we going to remain in the dark until the launch of Disney Plus, or are we going to see something before the launch? Right. I mean, we know the we know the voice actors, but we. I couldn't tell you who they are. I'd have to look it up. Well, I'm 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 actually looking at right now. I I knew a couple. Uh, uh, Tessa Thompson, Janelle Monae, Sam Elliott, just oh, Rowe. Tessa Thompson's doing Lady. Lady, that's right. So. Uh, but besides the names of circuit, Tessa Thompson or Emma Thompson? Um, I thought it was Tessa Thompson. Isn't she Valkyrie? Yeah. And the one that was just in the new men in black movie. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, okay. That's who they've got down. So, okay. I think you're right, but I think, in fact, I know you're right, but the first time, for some reason, when I saw Tessa Thompson, my mind thought Emma, Emma Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. But. All right. Okay. We'll see. So, any last thoughts on Lion King before we head out of here for the night? Which we said we'd probably be about midnight, and we're only about 40 minutes short. Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> um, no, I I digress. That's all, right. all I have. Well, if, if, in, if, if the one or two people out there listening, if you have any thoughts on Lion King, we would love to hear them. Uh, we like email. So uh, shoot us something at uh, talkingdisneypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought of the movie, what you liked, what you didn't like, um, or about anything else that we've talked about uh, today. Yeah. Or tonight. Any questions you want to ask us? Like earlier tonight, I asked Jason. Would you ever care to see the Disneyland castle redone or rebuilt or changed? And, you know, if you have any hard hitting questions like that for us about parks or movies or whatever, feel free to email us. Yes. Ask us. I like opening the email and seeing that we've got mail. So you've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah. And if, um, if you're into social media and you want to follow us on the various sites out there, we are on Facebook. Uh, we are on Twitter. Uh, we are on Instagram and I can get you those. Uh, I haven't, I, I haven't said them in a while. So, uh, let's see Facebook. We are at 
and I, I always get this one mixed up. We are at Talking Disney Podcast. Yep, and then on Twitter, we're at Talking Disney, I believe. I believe so. Yeah. Um, let me just verify because I don't want to give you the wrong one. Yeah, because it's 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 a short one. Yeah, at, at Talking Disney on Twitter and then on Instagram, you can find us at Talking should be at Talking Disney Podcast. Yep, at Talking Disney Podcast. Um, I had it written down right in front of me. Should have looked at my list. <laughs> um, so if you're on any of those, follow us, like us, uh, post to us, uh, send us messages. Yeah, if it's easier for you guys to you know, tweet at us or Facebook message, message us or, you know, send us a a direct message on Instagram. You know, if that's easier for you guys to reach out to us than an email, like we will take whatever you can give us, but we'd like to hear from you guys. Yes, we would. Um, any last thoughts, Cody? Oh, it's good to be back. Good to be back. Yeah, we should, uh, I have uh, nothing interfering with next week, so we should be able to record. Uh, and then later this month, kids go back to school. Uh, not necessarily give me more time to record, but uh, a little more peace and quiet. A little more peace at the and house. quiet sometimes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, because right. they're they're all in school. They're yes. all in school. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, if you got nothing else, I got nothing else. Um, uh, until, until next time, um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, like, like we said earlier, let us know. Um, and then until next time we will, uh, see you later. Have a good night, day, afternoon, where, whenever you're listening to us. Bye. Yeah, folks. And me and my pals hope you had a swell time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mickey? Uh-huh. It's that time. Uh, what time is that, Minnie? Huh? Oh. Now, now it's time, time to say goodnight to all our company. M-I-C. See you real soon. It's always Mickey Mouse. K-E-Y. Why? Because we like you. The Talking Disney Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company, and all material used during this podcast is property of its copyright holder and used for entertainment purposes only.